At Alina Health, it's our mission to provide exceptional care, prevent illness, restore health, and provide comfort to all people in our community. Here's your host, Melanie Cole, with the WellCast. Menopause. The time in a woman's life when menstruation ends is a normal and natural stage of life, and it usually occurs around the age of 50. Over the next two decades, 40 million American women will experience this important change of life, and by the year 2020, 60 million women will be at or through menopause. And while this transition can be a pleasant experience for some women, many unfortunately experience significant discomfort. My guest today is Dr. Deborah Bell. She specializes in family medicine and integrative medicine at Alina Health Penny George Institute. Welcome to the show, Dr. Bell. Tell us, how does a woman know when she's getting ready, when her body's just starting that change? Well, some women do notice some changes in their period, or they might notice some changes in their weight or some premenstrual changes. Uh, Some women, however, will just have their periods stop, and uh, then they know that they're done. And uh, so it really is very variable, and that's the tricky part about perimenopause and menopause is that it's different for almost every woman. So then how do we know? I mean, do you go see a doctor and is there a test to tell us if you're in there? Because some women have irregular periods all the time anyway. Well, that's true. And, and because menopause and perimenopause, in my opinion, are not diseases and in integrative medicine, we treat them as a natural process in life. Really, the only reason to address menopause is if one is having problems. So if you're not having any symptoms and you're not having significant changes that are disruptive with your menstrual cycle, then it doesn't really matter whether or not you're in menopause or perimenopause. So really the issue is, is if you are noticing some changes that are difficult or changes that you're just wondering whether or not the changes are part of perimenopause or menopause. And if they are, yes, there are, sometimes there are testing that we do, and sometimes it's just a matter of uh, speaking with a professional to know whether or not the, the cluster of symptoms you're experiencing are from the hormonal changes that happen uh, as our reproductive cycle is, is ending. When a woman figures out that she's in this, so she's in perimenopause, does that mean she can no longer conceive? Right. So, so the definition of menopause is, well, technically the definition of menopause is that the menstrual cycles have stopped uh, for a full year. And so perimenopause is a period of time working up to the time when the, the menstrual cycle discontinues uh, for a year. And what's happening at that time is that the ovaries now are no longer producing eggs. The woman is no longer ovulating, which would mean that she is no longer able to conceive and become pregnant. So women experience a myriad and range of different symptoms. Explain some of the symptoms that you see on a regular basis for women and some of the myths that surround ways to deal with these symptoms. Sure. So, um, well, the most common symptom for menopause would be hot flashes. And hot flashes can happen during the day, and they also can happen at night. And they can, again, vary from feeling a little bit warm to people drenching in sweat, feeling like they absolutely have to take their outer shirt off and their face turns red and they feel very uncomfortable. Uh, So that's the most common. But there are a lot of other common symptoms that some people don't realize. So people can have uh, begin to have sleep disruption. Many women or most women will have some lower abdominal weight gain. 
Uh, we'll have, we can have some mood changes of feeling more irritable or feeling more anxious or just a little bit more moody. Women can also have some tingling sensations. They can have breast tenderness. They can begin to have headaches. They can have body aches. Uh, so there are a number of different symptoms that are associated with the hormonal changes that occur during menopause uh, that uh, are all pretty common. Uh, women can have palpitations, and uh, there are a lot of women who actually end up having a, a cardiology workout workup because they've been having palpitations, and really it's just because they're becoming menopausal. Wow, that is just so interesting because so many of those mimic other things. So then what do you recommend people do about it? Some treatments, I mean, we've heard about black cohosh and there's estrogen replacement therapy and bioidentical hormones, and it's just dizzying, Dr. Bell. So what do you tell people about the ways to approach these things? Well, first of all, one of the things that we're starting to do at the Penny George Clinic is called a shared medical office visit, and we um, are going to be running some on menopause. We've done them before, and so this is a series of shared visits where each time we talk about some different uh, approaches that women can take to help with their menopause as well as education about what kinds of symptoms might be associated with menopause. And that's a nice way of uh, really getting a full picture uh, but there are a lot of different things. What I always start with with integrative medicine is, in looking at the whole picture, is really looking at the fundamental things for health. And these really do have an impact on the symptoms uh, from menopause and perimenopause. And that would be uh, diet and nutrition. So healthy diet that is avoiding additives. The biggest triggers for menopause symptoms for women are the things that are not really food, artificial color, artificial flavor, but especially the refined sweets, coffee and caffeine and alcohol. And so there are a number of women who say, well, if I don't eat sweets and I don't drink coffee, my hot flashes are almost gone. So healthy nutrition, regular exercise, healthy sleep, and stress reduction are primary things that sometimes make a dramatic difference in the symptoms that women experience. And then there are a number of other modalities. There are herbal therapies. Black cohosh is one of them. There are a number of other herbs. There's an herb called Vitex. The common name is chase tree berry. We use that a lot in perimenopause. And those, um, the herbs sometimes work best together. We use the big term synergistically so that one herb alone might not work as well as several herbs together. And um, so deciding which of those are, are helpful for you, sometimes takes a professional to help, but starting with black co-wash alone, if you're not on any other medicines and you don't have any other health problems, is perfectly safe uh, to do. Uh, then there are a number of other just dietary supplements that can be helpful. Uh, Chinese medicine is also very helpful. There's some very good scientific data supporting the use of acupuncture for hot flashes and menopausal symptoms. There are essential oils that can be helpful. Uh, and then there are some mind-body techniques of guided imagery and meditation practices and what we call mindfulness practices that um, are also helpful tools. So when should a woman worry that the symptoms are getting out of hand? I mean, if they're bleeding a lot, iron deficiency, anemia, when do you go to your doctor and say, okay, you know what, it's enough now? Right. I think that actually you said it is, is if the symptoms are disruptive. So if a woman is having uh, heavy periods such that it's difficult for her to function in the day, that she has to plan around the timing of 
her menstrual cycle, if the menstrual cycles are coming very close together, if she's experiencing a lot of cramping or abdominal pain uh, or fatigue, those would be reasons to seek uh, medical attention. And similarly, I think the same is true uh, for other symptoms of menopause once the menstrual cycle has discontinued in terms of hot flashes or mood changes. I think that you know, uh, 10, 15 years ago when there was a large use of conventional hormone replacement therapy and we discovered that that was maybe not so healthy for us, that uh, a lot of women got this idea that they just had to uh, just grin and bear it and make their way through and suffer through menopause. And I don't think that that's at all the case. We have a lot of very safe and effective uh, methods to help women with their symptoms. And so my marker for that is just whether or not Uh, the symptoms are disruptive. So women who are waking during the night and they're feeling exhausted. I've had some women who are teachers and they get up to lecture and they start sweating from their hot flashes and that's just not workable for them. So when the symptoms are bothersome, that's a reason to seek help. And we don't have a lot of time, but what a fascinating topic. And I can tell that you're just an amazing physician to work with women. In in this age of all of the different hormones and information, what do you tell women as an integrative physician about that hormone replacement and all of the risks that they carry and the myths that we hear? What do you tell them about that? Well, what I say is that... um Again, the the point is symptom relief, and if we're not getting symptom relief from something else, that hormone replacement therapy can be very helpful. And we use what's called bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, meaning that the hormones are the same chemical structure of what women have in their body. I try to use them uh, as a patch or as a cream through the skin rather than orally, as I feel that the data is Uh, suggesting that this might be uh, the most effective and safest way to use it. So we use the least dose with the choice of hormone that uh, seems to be the safest uh, just to achieve symptom relief and not for any other kind of prevention or for um, cosmetic reasons. And uh, I feel that that can be done safely, uh, and we use it just for the period of time that the woman needs, for the shortest period of time that the woman needs for symptom relief, which is anywhere from one to five years, depending on the person. And um, so I feel quite comfortable with using hormone replacement therapy uh, when the person needs it, and there are ways of choosing to use it in the safest, uh, most safe way possible. And in just the last minute here, your best advice for women entering this change, and as you said at the beginning, it is not a disease. It's a normal part of life. So give them your best advice about kind of charging through it and, and being a part of it. Well, I think that like many different uh, stages in our life, that menopause is an opportunity for embracing health for the, for the next half of our life. And so beginning to appreciate that and look at all of the things in our life that can help us to feel well, which would be healthy nutrition and exercise and sleep, paying attention to the things that uh, we experience joy, having a sense of purpose in our life, um, our, our mental health, our spiritual well-being, that that's the beginning and that then as we, if we begin to have symptoms to, uh, in the, the safest way and healthiest way possible to learn from professionals about different modalities we can use to relieve our symptoms so that we can continue to feel well. Fantastic information. Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. 
This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.